0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Kornishan, joined as always by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting, the best co-host in the business, Devin the Verified Jackson. Devin, how are you doing today, man?
1: Uh, pretty good, man. I uh, just, just got back from a vacation. Um, It was really nice.
0: You had That's a better it. weekend than I did. Actually, no, I had a great weekend because I went like 11-3 and 3 in game picks, so...
1: I, my weekend had nothing to do with that, but... Yeah. Uh, I had a good time, man. I uh, got got a chance to get away for a little bit, of refresh. Now, uh, time for the back half of the year, man. Well, not the back half of the year, but you know, kind of the back half of the season, and and try to finish out the year strong, man.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. A uh, little bit later, coming to you this week. Uh, obviously, Devin just got back from his vacation, uh, and then schedules just kind of didn't you know match up, so nor- we couldn't record on Monday. Tuesday, we couldn't quite record in the morning before I had to go to work. It is, uh, as of right now, 10.40 p.m. on a Tuesday. I feel like we're back in the old days, just covering the Big Ten. Ironic that the Big Ten came back last week, too. It's like it was meant to be, Devin. It's like it was meant to be. Um... But yeah, we're just going to quickly run through. Listen, I got work in the morning. I'm trying not to run on too long. We're going to try to keep this around 45 minutes to an hour. We'll skip through. We'll, we'll go through the, all of the NCAA games. We'll skip through to the, uh, the NFL games that really matter. Uh, you'll be hearing from us again in like a day or two anyways. So let's get into it. Friday night. Actually, no, Devin, before we get into that, I'd like to say that the NCAA Review of the Week is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. That's right. The Big Shots have partnered with Built Bar. If you're not familiar with Built Bar, they're these amazing protein bars. They taste just like a chocolate bar, but they're way better for you. Uh One bar on average is between about 130-180 calories, about 18-19 grams of protein, and only 4 grams of sugar. I have become addicted to these things. It was only a matter of time before you boys went out and tried to make sure that w- we could help each other out. And uh yeah, Built Bar is an official sponsor of the podcast, and we cannot wait to do more with them. Now that that's out of the way, let's talk about Friday night. Big Ten uh, came back to action. Wisconsin versus Illinois. We talked about this game around this time last year, and we thought that Wisconsin had it in the bag, and then Illinois pulled the upset. That did not happen this year. Graham Mertz, man, I just really wish that he his test had come back uh, negative because now he's at three weeks uh as per Big Ten regulations. Thanks, COVID. Uh But, yeah, 20-21 for 248. Five touchdowns, three of which to Jake Ferguson. This game was never in doubt. Wisconsin, uh, sorry, uh, Illinois got into it for about two and a half minutes. This is not your usual Wisconsin team for one big reason, Devin. They can't run the ball. They didn't need yeah. to run the ball.
1: I mean, against Illinois, I mean, they could throw all over the yard. Uh, like you said, Graham Mertz, Graham Mertz was someone I was looking in, looking at, uh, before the game even started. I thought he was going to have a big performance and he did. Um, and there were some rumblings that people really liked Brandon Peters, uh, in the summer, Illinois quarterback. I knew he wasn't it. You knew he wasn't it. Uh, anybody that covered the big 10 at Link knew he wasn't it last year. He was inefficient. Uh, basically Josh, you matter, Bebe. Uh, made big plays for him, and that's how he got all his yards last year, basically.
0: Now, I, I will say this. You said that Brandon Peters isn't it. Did you steal that from my from my article that's uh, that's on com. I did a takeaway for each team.
1: Brandon Peters have, ain't it. I may have peeked at it.
0: Brandon but, Peters ain't it.
1: But I knew that coming in. That um, is
0: legitimately how I quoted it for Illinois, just Brandon Peters ain't it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude. He, he, there's nothing about his game that showed me he was going to be draftable or, or had any intrigue for me. Like I said, I saw rumblings this summer about him. I knew he wasn't, I didn't even touch his tape because I saw it live. I didn't need to go back and watch it, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad for Jashing Matter because he's never going to be able to show his full potential in Illinois uniform. So,
0: um, I was, uh, last I'll say on that game. I was listening to uh, SiriusXM, uh, ESPNU, and they were talking about how you know good on Lovey Smith for the first time in his entire tenure there, he's got a returning quarterback in Brandon Peters, and, and then and then Friday happened, and then Friday happened, and yeah, I'm not sure that's a good thing. I'm not sure that's a good thing. Now again, in in past weeks we have gone kind of chronologically give or take how they went. ESPN has changed their, their, their layout, so it just shows by ranking. So I think this might have been a noon kickoff anyways. I'm not entirely sure. Clemson was favored by 45 points over Syracuse. They barely put up 45 points. And Syracuse, despite being 1-5 in five and coming off of a loss to Liberty by, like, three scores, gave Clemson a bit of a push. I mean, they still lost by 26, but... That's a one in five team. I don't know. Clemson just seems to always get way too much of a game from Syracuse than they ever deserve getting.
1: I mean, Dino Babers gets literally paid to play Clemson close. I'm pretty sure he don't play he don't play anybody else close. So, did
0: you hear that their AD said that Dino Babers is going to be the coach at Syracuse for a long time to come?
1: I mean, but listen, do you? I don't want to say do you blame him, but. Let's be real, man. It's going to be hard to get someone of brass to come in Syracuse and really take that program over. I mean.
0: Dude, just all you got to do is look at like one of these Mac schools, Mountain West.
1: But, but uh, if you think about it, Syracuse calling card is basketball. I know.
0: So, I it's know. Gonna,
1: it's going to be incredibly difficult for someone to come in. Are you me, to like,
0: you get like a Chris Creighton from from Eastern Michigan?
1: I just don't know if the intrigue is there.
0: I He's mean, just... if you're, but here's the thing, would you, I mean, if you were a guy that's going like six and six, seven and five at Eastern Michigan, and you've built that program from being just the epitome of garbage, and you've now made some bowl games, brought some respect to that program, you're already in that area, too. I mean, Syracuse, uh, uh Michigan, you're not that far away.
1: It's a, it's just a different beast because Syracuse has just always been near the bottom of the ACC. It's just hard.
0: Yeah, you know, well, they should have never. I, I know. Well, the ACC move is for basketball. So
1: I mean, Syracuse should be in the AAC for being honest.
0: but Yeah, map, geographically it doesn't make any sense. But when uh, I, I did an article on that this this summer about how none of these conferences make any sense. Uh, but yeah, enough about that game. Syracuse still trash.
1: So. Yeah, I mean Trevor Lawrence good. Uh he he struggled
0: a little bit, but
1: I mean that, he still that was his first player. game
0: where he looked human.
1: Yeah, it was his first interception what No, no that was against Georgia Tech, my bad. Yeah. Um what? I mean he he looked somewhat human, but Clemson is going Clemson, man. Yeah. They're good. They're um
0: good. yeah, they've really changed the definition of Clemsoning, eh? Yeah, it used to be the blue blue big games, now they win. Every every game, pretty much. Uh, last five years, they've won seventy games. I think I I read somewhere. Like I didn't even know that was possible. Good night. Yeah. All right. Uh, Speaking of good night. <laughs> oh boy! Remember two, remember three weeks ago when Tennessee was two and zero. Yeah. They're yeah. not two and three. Jeremy Pru- Pruitt lost all the momentum that that team had. <laughs>
1: I mean, if we're being bad. honest, all their team, all the games they won have been against pretty bad teams.
0: I know, I sure. know, I know. I think part of it is that Jared Garantano is just that bad. He is. And they're not gonna horrendous. go anywhere with him.
1: He is horrendous. I've been yeah. saying that for the longest that
0: uh he's
1: gonna be the reason that holds them back from being a, a a really good team.
0: Absolutely.
1: I mean, his stats look good on paper, but he just can't. No, nah,
0: they don't look good on paper either, man. Uh,
1: I, I feel bad for some of those defensive players because they're they're so good. Man.
0: Yo, some so good after after last week's game, not not the one this past week, but the week before, their linebacker, I think it was, I think it was Henry uh, Toto, gotten crap because he posted a picture of their freshman QB with just the fingers crossed emoji.
1: Uh, I, mean, it, I mean, do you blame him?
0: I don't. I don't cause Gordon, I mean, he
1: single-handedly lost in the Georgia game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they didn't stand a chance against Alabama. Forty-eight, seventeen. Najee Harris, another three touchdowns. Poor one out for Jalen Waddle, though.
1: I was going to say the big news from that game uh, is Jalen Waddle lost for the year, but they said he should be back in what six to eight weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, he'll be he'll be fine. It's a broken ankle. At least it's not a ligament tear.
1: I mean, honestly, a broken ankle is better than a a fracture or or sprain or anything like that, because at least it can completely heal. With like a fracture or sprain, it just would have been nagging.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, yeah, he's done for the year. Um, I think he's going to declare. I think he's going to declare after this, but you never know. It is Saban. We all thought Najee Harris was going to be gone because especially considering Najee Harris has already graduated. Uh, but yeah, Alabama continues to just roll over their opponents. Uh, did you see this next one coming? Cause I sure as hell didn't. Uh, Notre Dame put all sorts of an ass whooping on. Oh, me.
1: I, I expected Kimi Pickett didn't play. So, uh,
0: it was a still wrap. though. So I was talking with one of my coworkers who knows absolutely nothing about football. All right, and she and I had been talking because there was an in, there was something involving football that happened with me that I went to her cuz she's my best friend about and she doesn't understand anything. And we're talking, she goes, "Oh, my dad's watching college football. It's Notre Dame and someone. Like I think it's Pitt." And I chuckled like, "Yeah, it's the University of Pittsburgh." She goes, "Well, whoever they are, they're getting slaughtered." And, <laughs> and that's all I needed to know. And I told her I said that was going to be one of the games I had to stay up and watch uh for this yeah, for this job. And she responded back with, but really, do you? I just told you, they're getting destroyed. And you know what? I watched parts of this game anyways. Poor Pitt. Just poor, poor Pitt. I mean, she's not wrong. She, no, she wasn't. And I told her I watched. And she goes, I did warn you. And keep, keep in mind, she knows nothing about college football, or football in general, or sports. She's one of my best friends. I love her to death. And and she'll be the first to tell you she knows almost nothing about sports. Love it. She, great shout out to my friend Allie. My friend Allie is just the absolute she's the goat. She is the absolute goat. Uh and, but yes, shout out to Allie for warning me about the Notre Dame ass whooping.
1: Yeah, Pitt. You got anything
0: to, go- to talk about this game?
1: No. I mean Pitt hasn't been good the last couple of weeks. The few bright spots. Um, uh, you know, Patrick Jones, um, Paris Ford they didn't really have a great game. It's it's just tough, man. When you lose your quarterback like Kenny Pickett who has been pretty much their offense uh and going against Notre Dame, you got to have everything popping. And they they have not had anything popping the last 3 weeks. Nope. 3
0: and 4. Oof.
1: Really since uh, they lost to NC State, by the way. Yeah. They just have not about the same, have been the same. Now
0: oh. So Nebraska gave Ohio State a fight for about a quarter and a half.
1: That sounds about right. Um, I just want to go on a little rant. Should I mute? Should I mute? No, no, you you don't have to mute. It's just going to be quick. (laughs) Get Scott Frost out of Nebraska, man. It's it's over. The the intrigue is over. The, The alma mater is over. It's a wrap. They,
0: they need to, to pack
1: it pack it up and go get somebody else because he it his play calling. I don't know who the offensive coordinator is. I don't know if he's the one calling plays, but their play calling is awful. Just straight up awful. I don't understand what happened between Adrian Martinez' freshman year to his junior year because is, now is he they, a junior or is he a senior now? He's a junior. Oh. Cause he started as a true freshman, I
0: believe. Oh, okay. Cause in my article, I swear I think I put him as a senior.
1: It, it don't <laughs> matter. He, <laughs> his draft intrigue is gone. Um, I thought he, that oh, this he year, was... I thought this year may be a year that he comes back and plays really well. Nope. The Same old Adrian Martinez making critical mistakes. Yeah. Um, he makes the fatal mistake all the time. And it's just sad see, he's because... He's been so bad
0: I didn't bother checking to see whether or not he was a junior or a senior because it just didn't matter. it I feel it like he's been there too long. It
1: doesn't matter. I mean, McCaffrey's going to take over and be the quarterback here within the next couple weeks. Uh But, man, Adrian Martinez has been, has been incredibly disappointing. Uh I just want to get that out of the way. Oh, second rant. Um, Everyone that forgot Justin Fields existed and was ready to, for him not to be QB2 or QB3... Your you're wrong you've been wrong, you're still wrong if you're overthinking him, you're wrong
0: can can I just say Devin, this is the last thing I'll say on this game, I had an Ohio State fan tell me that the reason Nebraska stuck with it close was because they they had a lot of holes on defense after last year, which is true, which is true but that Pete Warner can't fill the void left by Chase Young or Jeff Okuda. Now I don't know if you know this, Devin, but Chase Young is a six foot six, two hundred and eighty pound defensive end. Jeff Okuda is a defensive back, most specifically an outside corner. And Pete Warner is actually taking over for Malik Harrison.
1: In other news, um, so let's talk about let's talk about. Play- <laughs> Let's talk about uh, another game because th- th- there's just nothing else to say about that. Um, yeah, I-, I think it's time to move on.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, d- I don't talk to – I did not respond to that uh to that Ohio State fan. I did not. So you know how people were saying that Oklahoma State is, like, the most overrated team in the country and their defense is going to – people were saying that the Iowa State defense or uh, offense is going to spank them.
1: That's a negative, Ghostwriter.
0: That's a negative. That's going to be a no for me. It's a no for me, Doug. Uh Yeah, twenty four twenty one. 21 This was a fun game. Spencer Sanders is back, which is good. Um, he's played pretty well so far. Uh Chuba Hubbard, I think, hit like 150. Excuse me. 150 rushing yards or something like that. 140. 140. And he wasn't the game's leading rusher, because that would be Brees Hall. Top
1: uh, five think, 2022
0: RB. Oh, dude! I, now, dude, no, 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 no! You got to be like our guy Mellow. That is 2022 RB one.
1: Mm. Don't know if I'm ready for that one. Ooh, just yet,
0: ready for that, but that just
1: is. <laughs> yet, just yet, just yet. But yeah. he's uh, in that top three discussion for sure.
0: Regardless, uh, Brock Purdy still kind of meh. Still kind of meh. Tylen Wallace, good game. Our guy, Colby harvell Peel, another interception.
1: And someone to keep an eye out for, only a sophomore this year, defensive end, Trace Ford.
0: Yes, you have mentioned Tevin Jenkins, the right tackle. Oklahoma Alabama State is really good. Now, again, if they snuck into the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised. Do I think they have a chance in hell of making it to the national title game? No. No, not at all.
1: Their offense isn't consistent enough.
0: Here's my issue. How is Georgia still ranked ahead of them? SEC. But Georgia, no.
1: No. No. The AP poll has an inherent SEC bias. Ah. Um, I'm, I, we both know that. The we, AP poll doesn't we saw, matter.
0: We saw Georgia get just destroyed by Alabama, and then they fell one spot in the rankings.
1: That's the AP poll.
0: For- oh, God. Ugh. Now, again, I think Oklahoma State has a chance to sneak into the playoffs. They just need to win out. If they win out, I don't think there's a choice.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless the Pac-12 just implodes, which it, there's a good chance it might. Um,
0: they are one to do that.
1: Then, yeah, they're pretty much a lock.
0: Yeah. In my
1: opinion. Unless they just have a fatal meltdown in the last half of the season.
0: And I don't see that happen. <sighs> All right, Devin. All right. How do we tackle this next game? I had stakes in this game.
1: I. This is this is quite the touchy sub subject of this next game. Um.
0: Do you want to mute? Go for it. All right. So, I was talking to someone. Uh. And I mentioned that don't be surprised that Indiana is going to keep it close against Penn State. And I was told that I didn't know what I was talking about. That this person, in their own words, knows more than me when it comes to the Big Ten. And I don't know about you, Devin, but you and I did cover the Big Ten extensively last year. So when we say Indiana is going to keep it close with Penn State, we're not bullshitting. We know this because they done went nine and four last year. Or <laughs> eight and five, nine and four. I can't remember now because it's October and this game, uh, this season is just getting started. It's almost November and their season is just getting started. But Indiana really didn't lose anyone. Penn State lost a lot. They lost Detour Grossmados. They lost uh, K.J. Hamler, their best offensive player from last year. Journey Brown wasn't playing in this game. Micah Parsons is already uh, opted out and declared for the draft. Um, who else did they lose? They lost John Reed in that secondary. Uh, not to mention Sean Clifford still sucks. Um, there was a lot riding on this, and Indiana was ripe for, like, they had Penn State right where they wanted them. This was a trap game. Penn State has Ohio State next week. Penn State didn't have the luxury of beating up on three, like, bogus, fake teams before facing Indiana. Indiana doesn't need that as much. Indiana can keep it close. I said they would lose, but lose by less than 14 points told this game would be over by halftime Devin do you know who led for most of this game go ahead and tell the people go ahead and tell the people Hoosiers who's your daddy yes absolutely the Hoosiers led through most of this game then did what they what they did against Tennessee they choked the game away and I got scared and then I realized that, wait a minute, even if they lose, they will lose by less than than, than 14 points, so I didn't care. And then they, they, they tied the game by hitting a two-point conversion. Penn State scores on the uh, uh, first possession of overtime. Indiana scores on their possession in overtime and decides, fuck it. Pardon my language, but fuck it, we're going to go for the for the W. And Michael panic's absolutely did not get in the end zone. <laughs> but I, they gave it to him anyways. Yeah. Indiana with the fucking upset. Let's go.
1: It was an epic way to end the game, but he did not get it Everybody in, it. No. in America know he did not get there. Uh
0: uh-uh, uh, uh uh, uh uh. But they just uh-uh.
1: wanted they just wanted the story, man. Which Let is why Go. Which is All why uh um,
0: Lewis is so happy. He said on this very podcast back in July don't be surprised if Indiana, if they're serious, upsets, upsets at least one of Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, or Ohio State. Well, we know in Michigan's we know Michigan State. Oh, no, we we're going to get into them, but uh, actually what we're not going to get into them in depth. We're just going to say lol Michigan State, worst team in the conference. Yes, there is a new bottom feeder in the Big 10 and it for once is not Rutgers. <laughs> yeah, back to the game. Um
1: Breaking down again, I watched the entire game the from, <laughs> from start to finish. Um, I was very upset on the usage of Pat Fryermuth. No one on Indians' defense could guard him, and they did not go to him. I don't understand it. Um, And then they just were hell-bent on running the ball. Sean Clifford, you would think he'd take the next step under Kurt Scirocco. He did wonders with Tanner Morgan. Nope. Uh... Penn State, man, they're just—they
0: <sighs> keep shooting themselves in the foot. They I lose. said in my article, they—they they, they were a team that desperately needed to invest in a grad in a grad transfer.
1: They should have QB. got somebody on the market because what they got now at quarterback is not going to win them the Big Ten anymore. Imagine it's just not going to work. If
0: Jamie Newman or JT Daniels had decided to go there instead.
1: Their fortunes might be a little bit different because if you think about it, Penn State's offense is made for a quarterback like Jamie Newman. Sean Clifford is not the athlete Jamie Newman is. I just don't understand it, man. Uh Watching their offense, they really lack explosive running backs. Uh Noah Kane is gone for the year now. Um Journey Brown is gone for the year. So now it's like Devin Ford and a couple other like freshmen and sophomores. This it might be a long season for Penn State, man. I'm I felt a little confident coming into the season. They showed me the exact opposite. Um but shout out to Indiana. Michael Penix had a rough game, but he came clutch at the end. Penn State actually could yep. have won this game. They could have ended it, but they scored they scored a touchdown. When they could have just fell down and took a knee and wasted out the clock. Yep. But they did not do that. So they shot themselves in the foot once again. And we're here talking about, uh, Ohio State Penn State game that I'm, I don't feel real confident in, in Penn State's chances right now.
0: And yeah, you're, you're right in the heart of Penn State
1: territory. There is no whiteout to save them. Nope. It is just going to be cardboard fans and players on each side. There's not going to be any fans in the game. so I hope they come ready with some energy. But man, I am not feeling confident by the way they played.
0: Yeah, um, I didn't watch this next game, but I do know that Desmond Ritter had more uh, both receiving touch, sorry rushing yards and uh, rushing touchdowns than he did either of those through the air. But it didn't matter. Cincinnati just stomped SMU.
1: Listen, man, uh, I love Shane Bouchot. Great college quarterback. It's not gonna do much in the NFL, man. He's just so inconsistent. His throw, his throwings are, is inconsistent. He skips out routes into the ground, but then he'll throw a 50, 60 yard bomb on the money. Um, incredibly inconsistent quarterback. Really hasn't grown in the areas that I like him to grow in. Still sucks under pressure. So. Uh, I mean, it is 11 o'clock at night. I'm being as real as it gets. <laughs> so Desmond Ritter, This man, feels like
0: the old days where we just, yeah. like, no filter.
1: Yeah. Uh, Desmond Ritter has some intrigue, has a big arm. Uh, still a bit inaccurate, still not consistent, but he ran all over SMU, man. I think SMU is running out of gas. They've lost Reggie Roberson. Uh, and that pretty much took the win out of the sales. They lost the running back too. Yeah, they lost running back too. Uh, Bentley, I think. So it, this, it's been a struggle for them. They played a lot of games too. So it's starting to catch up
0: to them for sure. For sure. Uh, this next one, it's weird. Virginia is one in four and has been, aside from Clemson, competitive in pretty much every game they've, they've had so far, including against Miami. I don't know what that says about Miami though. Are they just, is Miami kind of, are they pretenders?
1: I think so. Uh, yeah. I think they have kind of peaked and they've kind of hit their wall that, you know, they're still a young team. They're still I, trying to, trying to build. Um, I, I just, they just don't do it for me, man. They just don't. They, they're good enough to beat the lower teams, but when they have equal, that equal amount of talent or inferior talent, they just cannot play to the occasion.
0: Um This was just... This was a weird game. By the way, Charles Snowden Put the team on his back. Jeez.
1: He just balled. It's about time, though. We've been waiting on him all season to ball. Yeah. And he did. He did so against Miami, so shout he out kept, to him. He
0: single-handedly kept them in this game.
1: Because, boy... <sighs> You would think Miami would put them away. I mean, they're literally on pins and needles at this point. Quarterback is number 36. I mean, it doesn't get much slower than
0: that. You love that. You love pointing that out anytime they pop up. Yes, sir. It wasn't even him though. I think, I think they had, they went back to the lefty kid, uh, Armstrong. Um, all right. I, I really don't care to talk too much about this next one. BYU. They destroyed Texas state 52 to 14 Zach Wilson doing Zach Wilson things. listen, I know our guy Dante loves him. I know you and I both love him. I just really want to see uh, uh Zach Wilson just like face a defense
1: uh it might not be to the bowl game. nope, honestly, so um man he's fun he's fun though. Every time he, every time you turn on the game, at BYU, he's making big plays. So you just hope that he, he gets the opportunity to play a power five opponent and, uh, dismantle them. Cause I think he has a capability of doing so, but I'm a little worried that his receivers won't begin separation. Those 50-50 balls he's throwing now, uh, might get intercepted by better athletes.
0: Absolutely. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> this next one you and I got to talk about. First off, I don't think it's fair that North Carolina has two insanely good running backs that are both draft eligible. Because this was the Javante Williams show. Uh, 19 carries, 160 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Michael Carter went 17 for 106 in a touchdown. North Carolina had 326 rushing yards. NC State, they are not the same without Devin Leary.
1: Dude, listen. I am going I mean, to die to on fair. that hill next to summer. To
0: be fair, ne it's never good to lose a Devin. Alright. If I lost you for this podcast and I replaced you with a dude named Bailey.
1: <laughs> oh man. Funny story. I played Bailey Hockman in, in oh, high school. So <laughs> I I just have ties to it all over. Um do
0: that doesn't I, surprise me. But I yeah, if I replaced I, you with a dude named Bailey, uh uh, it'd be curtains for the show.
1: That's funny because there's a, there's a dude that writes for PFN named Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, listen, man. Uh, I was so devastated. I-, I can't tell you how devastated I was when Devin Leary went down. And then I found out he was out for six to eight weeks.
0: Oh. Uh, by the way, Bailey Hockman was actually benched in this game. Uh, in came Ryan Finley's little brother so remember how we were talking about the Allen brothers at Arkansas?
1: This is about to be the Finley brothers at, <laughs> yeah. at <NC> State.
0: <laughs> boy. State. Um, oh boy. Uh the only the, the only bright
1: <laughs> That's the only bright spot from this game. Uh he's a potential senior senior bowl type guy. Maybe he he gets in, uh maybe not. Uh, unfortunately, uh we saw this earlier today, East West Shrine game has been cancelled, so that's disappointing um due to COVID nineteen. But Listen, uh, I'm trying to tell y'all. Listen, NC State, man, they they might be something serious. I was waiting for the Devin Leary versus Sam Howell matchup. It was a matchup that you didn't want, but you needed. So hopefully next year we get both of them back healthy. I uh, I hope
0: so
1: too. Because uh, Devin I mean, Leary is going to be my 2022 guy. I'm already I'm already putting that in. Man with him right. Now.
0: Man, I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Michael Carter and Javante Williams could both end up being my top ten running backs by season's end. They could both end up being there.
1: Can I say, you did say this last week, but the running back class in general has been disappointing.
0: Uh, yeah, and then as soon as I said that, every running back decided, now it's my time to put up 200 yards. That's right, but...
1: In general, has been disappointing.
0: It, it has. It has. I think part of it is, uh, well, now that the, the big 10 is back, I would expect, uh, you know, more from M- Master Teague, uh, Trey Sermon going forward. I think, uh, Stevie Scott from Indiana has been one of my guys for Plus, about he, a year. He was and a half churning. Now. He, fourth yeah. Quarter,
1: he was churning. He was churning in the fourth quarter. That's, this is usually the quarter he starts churning. He, he was getting some big ones. And runs. here's the thing.
0: Each of his seasons, has been slow start and then he picks it up near the end. Like I think the first 4 games of last year like Steve Scott had like 250 yards and then the rest of the way he was averaging about 95 yards or 100 yards a game. So, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these guys are a little bit, you know, slow to get moving in terms of in terms of production, but no, these UNC backs they're 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 legit. Um, whew. All right. What's next? Uh, okay. This next one we thought had the potential to be an ass whooping. Um, except the wrong team got that ass whooped, Devin. We all thought that if this game turned ugly, it was because Minnesota was gonna, w- w- was gonna just absolutely crush them. And that did not happen. Question. What the hell took Joe Milton so long to be starting at Michigan? Why were we subjected last year to Shea Patterson? You know why. You know why. I mean, I know know why. why. I know why. I I know why. By the way, he was an all—he was a player of the week in some like (laughs) developmental football league this week. And my only thought was, if Shea Patterson is your league's player of the week, you need a deeper talent pool. I think. I mean, who was his competition?
1: let not even get there. Anyway, <laughs> listen, uh, uh, Joe, the, Joe Milton should have been the starting quarterback cool. a year ago. His, um, his
0: numbers weren't stand, like, standout numbers, but he just had so much more control and poise in that offense. Better uh, door already. Odd. That's, I, mean, that, I mean, that's not saying much.
1: I mean, I'm sure... Nico Collins would love to be playing right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, he wouldn't have to jump seven feet in the air to catch a football on okay. a, a simple out route. But, okay, let me not go too far. Yeah, um,
0: i bad for this game. Muhammad Ibrahim, the running back from Minnesota. He had. No help from his offensive line. Neither did Tanner Morgan, but I don't really care that much about Tanner Morgan. I, I say that, and Tanner Morgan right now is like my QB 6 or 7. But I'm just like, yeah, I don't really care that much about him. Uh, Because we watched him live last year, and we were just like, yeah, you'll have a game where you'll go like 18 of 20, and then your next game you'll go 9 of 15.
1: Yeah, he's, and like, he's incredibly yeah, in yeah. He's inconsistent. Rat. Um, uh, probably, probably a oh, day three three pick
0: and Tanner Morgan were really hung out to drive due to Daniel Falele, the right tackle being out and Curtis Dunlap, the right guard being out. Which on the flip side led to very big things for Aiden Hutchinson and Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay made some money on on Saturday. He made some money.
1: I first noticed him against Iowa last year. I think that was his kind of breakout game.
0: Yes, you Um,
1: did. And since then, he has been on a high trajectory. Um,
0: I saw him walk today 15th overall.
1: I don't blame him. I mean, he's
0: a freak. Dominated. By the way, and I forgot to mention this for the – if. For the uh, Indiana Penn State game, the two highest pass rush win rates last week, according to PFF, Shaka Tony, Jason Oa.
1: We've been telling you about Shaka Tony since last year. Been trying to tell him since last year. I mean, look, we we already on game, man. We of we already ahead of the curve. Listen, everyone got on them this summer. We've been on them since last fall. So, you know, just a, just a little brag, a little you know. But, uh yeah, Shaka Tony, man. He, he's going to make him some good money.
0: Oh, for You sure. want to talk about someone that we were way ahead of the curve on? All right. The, neither of these teams are ranked, so we're not going to talk about it in depth. But we were way ahead of everybody on one David Bell.
1: from trying to tell people.
0: Three freshmen. tutties. Three tutties against Iowa. Woo! Can you imagine what Purdue is going to be like if they can finally finally get David Bell and Rondell Moore on the field at the same time?
1: Um I'm starting to think this is this is not any confirmed information, this is not any information I've learned. I'm starting to think it may be an NCAA issue, that's keeping Rondell Moore out. Cuz okay. it cuz it it just doesn't seem plausible that there's I read un-
0: somewhere it was a hamstring tear, but I also couldn't I, – I tried to look further in depth and couldn't find anything.
1: Because I feel like if it was an injury, we would know by now. It has to be some sort of eligibility or NCAA issue because there there's just no way that he's out right now. I mean, it could be hamstring, could be a torn hamstring, but I've been thinking all day. If it's it a torn be-
0: hamstring, it's proven that he really cannot stay –
1: yeah, that will be really bad. That would tank his draft stock. Yeah. So, um, let's,
0: let's hope it's not that. Let's hope it's not that. But yeah, uh, Quiddy, back, back on point, uh, quitty Pay. Uh, jeez. I mean, this was a good game for a lot of draft prospects. Muhammad Ibrahim, 26 carries for 142 touchdowns. Rashad Bateman, nine catches, 101 yards. He does what he does, man. He, he, yeah, exactly. I, I wish we could have seen Falele have to block uh those two. It <sighs> could have been, a, it, it you could have have been a long night. Pay versus Daniel Falele, like most of that game.
1: Size versus speed.
0: And, and what here's it came the thing down to Quidipe is a dense dense he uh, our I mean uh friend of the pod, uh Ben Solak would refer to him as a certified thick boy.
1: Listen, we like He's Josh healthy Uche.
0: young man. We
1: like Josh Uche, uh, last year. Listen, Quiddy Pay takes it to another level.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, I, I, I had my doubts. I had, dude, this edge class is getting, is getting scary deep. It's getting scary deep.
1: Listen, and, and Jason Oway hasn't even had his best game yet.
0: Nope. He hasn't had his
1: best game yet. He can make a lot of money this weekend.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, moving on to this next one. Uh, what the hell was this game?
1: Virginia Tech, Wake Forest. Yeah. Listen, I don't game? know. I don't know, man.
0: By the way, Virgi- uh, Wake Forest running back Christian Beal Smith. He played Those... well, and then I looked at his stats, and he's he's averaging like, uh, it's five yards a carry. It doesn't seem that impressive because he's only got three hundred eighty-five yards on the season. But I think Wake Forest went like three weeks without playing. So,
1: listen, ACC teams, man, they. Covid. That's all I gotta say. Covid, it just washed away some of those
0: seasons. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Wake Forest, they're not three and two. They upset Virginia Tech. Um, I did not see that coming. uh, I want to make sure I get the name right because I completely drew a blank on his name. Carlos Basham. I don't know why I forgot what his first name was. Um, five straight games with a sack
1: it's fine a little bit under the
0: radar I mean he, he is he's actually he's had a little bit under a the radar. decent little season I still think that it's being o- overblown I mean I'll tell you this much his sack this week did not come on Christian Dara it came on the left guard Stonewall Dara man don't make no mistakes Oh, by the way, that's, uh, hashtag my guy, uh, Kristen Derrissa. Uh, this next one, I, I'm, I'm gonna be totally honest with you, Devin. I watched zero seconds of this game and this did not pop up on the, uh, list of games I needed to watch. Mostly because I forgot Kansas State was, uh, playing this week. Um, Kansas State beat, um, Kansas 55 to 14.
1: There's really not much to say about that game. We can move on.
0: Kansas, <laughs> Kansas
1: sucks. Kansas, Kansas is a walking loss. Like, they they just can't do anything right. Couldn't keep P- Puka Williams. He said deuces. I'm going to the NFL. I'm tired, y'all. Because <laughs> he's literally their entire offense, special teams, everything. So he was like, yeah, it's time to go. Uh Kansas State, like I said, they could enter conference undefeated into November. And yeah. it looks like they will do so.
0: They uh, don't know
1: how they're doing it.
0: They haven't really faced anyone other than Oklahoma. Uh, Marshall beat Florida Atlantic. Didn't watch this game. Probably not didn't too, need
1: to. Not too many takeaways from that. Uh, nobody Coast, nobody oh, really sorry. played
0: well. And Coastal Carolina beat Georgia Southern. Shout out to Coastal
1: Carolina, man. Shout out to big
0: planning, All right, let's talk about the NFL and then we'll get out of here. All right, as so I bring up the game. Okay, uh, Eagles game. What was that? Why was that? How was that?
1: The two best things we got from that game is Daniel Jones face planning on an 80 yard run. <laughs>
0: yes, Here's the thing it's now been, I, I've worked. Uh, pretty much every day I work Wednesday straight through till Monday. I completely forgot that that had happened.
1: Oh, I'm glad to, to remind you what happened. <laughs> he went 80 yards and face planted. <laughs> Nobody around him.
0: <laughs> oh, also, also, this game ends on a Daniel Jones fumble, because of course it does. By the way, the Eagles take the lead in the NFC East. I will not say the record though out of pure embarrassment.
1: I will say though, Carson Wentz did throw a dime on that game with a touchdown. He
0: did. He did. It was his best game to date.
1: Well, his best game of the season. I'm about to say I don't know about to date. No, uh, not, that today. May have not been today. Like three years. I
0: don't know when the Chargers medical staff started looking after Eagles players, but if they could stop doing that, that would be great, because they were starting off with a linemen I had never heard of before. Alright, their left guard, I looked at that name and went, who in the blue hell are you? (laughs) They are throwing practice
1: squad players out
0: there right now. Dude, they're throwing like practice squad, like guys that were cut from practice squads out there. Uh, so yeah, that was, that, that was Thursday. Uh, I would have cried sad, sad boy tears, uh, had the Eagles lost to the fucking Giants.
1: Teams. it could so. be it could be worse if you're uh, if you're a Cowboys fan.
0: I uh, will talk about that in a sec. Uh, breathing through some of these other games, uh I said in my article uh Blue Chip last week that old habits die hard, the Falcons would have a lead and blow it to the Lions. And they did just that. All they had to do was I'm sorry. You know I love Todd Gurley. You know I own a Todd Gurley jersey. Not the ugly Falcons ones. No, 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 no. No, no. I have I have style and class. I'm talking old school before they turned to Best Buy um L- LA Rams jersey. Uh all he had to do was just get down. All he had to do was just get down, bleed the clock, kick a field goal. He fell into the end zone by accident. Penske would like a word. Yeah, Penske would like a word. I think he uh Penn State was, Penn State was doing it before it was cool and relevant. Uh, anyways, uh, and then all they had to do was just not give up a touchdown. Or was it a touchdown or a field goal? It was a touchdown. It was a touchdown. Oh yeah, no time left to, uh, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, yeah, so the Falcons are now one and six. The Lions are now three and three and think that they're, they're buyers at the trade deadline. They, they traded for Everson Griffin today. I mean, they're trying to save jobs there, but uh quite frankly, I don't ahead. care about this game, and I think we've already talked too much about this. Yeah. I th- oh by the way, by the way, leader in e o in rushing for uh, for the Detroit Lions, Adrian fucking Peterson again, so there you go, Matt Patricia decided not to learn a damn thing.
1: honestly, you could have said the Falcons blew a lead and just kept going.
0: yeah, yeah, recurring I could. Thing. uh Cincinnati still is trying to get Joe Burrow killed. Uh, the Browns won thirty-seven to thirty-four. The only they, thing that that mattered in this game is that Baker Mayfield went from like zero and five and then com- had one incompletion the rest of the game. Yeah, he went
1: he was on fire. Um, but they did lose OB, OBJ for the yes. year, so that's a big
0: blow. Um, I don't know if the Browns are going to make the playoffs now. I I still haven't seen them face anyone that's half decent and win.
1: They haven't been a, a really good team in quite some time. Since last year. Yeah, we'll say that.
0: I called it, Devin. I freaking called it in the article. By the way, I went all the way through until the afternoon, like the the late game kickoffs, without getting a game wrong. All week. So I called it Steelers' revenge game. They were pissed off that they got their game against the Titans moved back because the Titans went and did what the Titans did. Big Ben has an extra gear, when in these games, and the Steelers are the only undefeated team left in the NFL.
1: Yeah, they, uh, they blew a big lead though. They were a big at halftime. Uh, Tennessee came back, but Gostowski missed the, the game time field goal, uh, right on brand, Hooked.
0: so. Hooked. Uh, speaking of 27-24, Saints beat the Panthers, nothing, I'm sorry, I know this is your team, I know this is your, the, the opponent was, uh, I mean, you guys should know by now, Devin is host of another, uh, podcast as well, and, uh, with our guy, uh, Jared Feinberg, who is a Panthers fan. I'm sorry, this year I really don't care about either of y'all's teams. Understandable. (laughs) I mean, I mean... Can can Drew Brees just throw a ball more than 10 yards, please? Can we stop seeing Taysom Hill?
1: I want to answer to that second question. (laughs) More than anything, I'm past the Drew Brees thing. I want to know when we're going to stop playing Taysom Hill at quarterback because it don't, it never works and we're still doing it.
0: Why did you pay him $8 million a year? Mickey hey, Loomis Mickey Loomis, I, can we get Mickey Loomis on the pod to answer for listen, that i'll I'll call him for you there you
1: go <laughs> i'll call you I'll call him for you let let you ask him because I don't know
0: oh my god this is that is money that could have been used on so many other things,
1: yeah, you're telling me telling me
0: can the bills finally wake up? Yeah, Joshua Allen has been sleepwalking the last few weeks. Okay, well, here's the thing. Here's my thing with with this. Okay, so the Bills got off to that really good start, right? They started off the season by barely beating the Jets. They won by, like, 14 points, which, when you're facing the Jets, is barely beating the Jets. Because, like, the Jets are basically spotting you 14 points. Barely beat the Dolphins. Barely beat the Dolphins. Barely hung on to the Rams. Who was their other win? Raiders. Barely beat the Raiders. They're five and two, and I don't feel confident in them at all. They'll beat the playoffs for sure, but I don't. I don't see them making. They are the epitome. They are the epitome of playing down to your competition. I mean, they are the. They are. They are not a contender. They're not ready. No touchdowns. I mean, the Jets. The Jets were up ten nothing in this game. The you Jets are trying to Jets, mail it in, man. You spotted the Jets ten points. You couldn't score on the on the Jets. I mean, congrats, you won, but like, come on. By the way, the Jets are apparently both trying to trade and not interested in trading uh Quinn and Williams at the same time. This is Schrodinger's trade. What man?
1: There's really not much to say about the Jets.
0: No, and I think the less said about the Jets, the better. Uh, listen, oh, God, we go from that game to this game.
1: Listen, there were some stinkers in, in on Sunday. <laughs> oh, God. I, and this was one of them.
0: Oh, my God. All right, I, my prediction for this game was 20 total points were, uh, were going to be scored, and there would be a lot of sacks.
1: Yeah, you were right for one side.
0: Yeah. A lot of sacks.
1: Cowboys got sacked six times. (laughs) Uh,
0: um, John Bostic needs to be suspended. Yep. That was a dirty hit. uh, It was a dirty hit. The league can say that they they care about player safety all they want. That was a dirty hit. They knew it was a dirty hit, and then they did absolutely nothing about it. So now, instead of talking about Andy Dalton, I have to find out what a Ben DiNucci is.
1: Listen, our guy Dalton Miller. I know. He did an article on him back back when he
0: got drafted. I know. Um, if you're the Cowboys, do you put in a call for a Ryan Fitzpatrick?
1: The answer is no. No. Any any question you're asked about the Cowboys is no. Um <laughs> There's no point.
0: And actually, no. There is there is one question because it is the Cowboys and they are owned by Jerry Jones. How does Jerry Jones make this loss somehow Dak Prescott's fault? I mean, he does love to do that.
1: Honestly, he might, he might blame, uh,
0: Jason Garrett, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't clapping hard enough from the sidelines in New York.
1: Clearly. Uh, but yeah, listen, man. It's, it's just, they're bad.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of bad, the Texans. Uh, they got they got just embarrassed. Uh, they're one in six. They don't own their own draft pick. They you know what? We were talking in our group chat with Blue Chip today about who would be buyers, who would be sellers, and who could get traded. If I'm the Texans, I'm accepting all phone calls for Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks. Who w- I mean, Brandon Cooks has to be traded. It's his gimmick at this point. Ben. <laughs> I mean, Brandy Cooks gets traded more often than like, I don't even have a joke for that. I've actually, he's traded so often there aren't even jokes for it.
1: Yeah, just, just ship him out, man. What, we what,
0: know. He, dude, he, what was that, that, uh, that Jay-Z song? More often than, than girls change clothes? <laughs> Legitimately, man. Brandy Cooks is traded like every six weeks.
1: Dude cannot keep a job anywhere.
0: The only person I've seen on more teams than Brandon Cooks in the last four years is Carlos Hyde. Maybe Eli Apple. Who just got cut today. Yes, yes, that was what prompted that. Because I'm sitting there going, maybe Eli Apple will be in like year four and on team five.
1: <laughs> Something anyway, like that. we can move on. We, the wait, are, Ab- are, no point.
0: My point is, if I'm the Texans, listen, you want to toss a third-round pick for for Brandon Cooks? Done. You want to give us a second for Will Fuller? Done. You want to give us a second for J.J. Watt? Done. You want to give us a first for all three of them? Done. They need draft picks, man. This team is awful. Poor Deshaun Watson.
1: Speaking of a team who can't find their identity,
0: uh, the, the Oakland- Las Vegas Shoulders? Raiders. Uh, did I say Oakland? I did say Oakland. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the the Vegas Raiders can't can't find their identity. I still don't know if, if Tampa's good or not. I still don't know. I am tired <sighs> of seeing like this. Like, look at the gr- oh, by the way, I have lost a lot of respect for the for those in charge in Tampa for bringing in Antonio Brown. There's I just there's so much wrong with that.
1: I have no comment about that situation, considering the head coach said he wouldn't ever bring in Antonio Brown, but yep. I forgot morals don't exist in the NFL.
0: So. Not only that, but I've been seeing oh well he deserves a second chance. He had a second chance. It was with the Raiders. And he threw a hissy fit over a helmet and then He had yeah, a he second and third off. chance. He had a third chance with the Patriots. The Patriots gave up on him for being too much of a pain in the ass.
1: It just goes to show you, man.
0: If Hannibal Lecter he... ran a, it's uh, Steve Kive said, if Hannibal Lecter ran a four four, we'd say he had an eating problem. Yep. And that's the thing. It's time and time and time again. You know, it's it's the whining and crying and bitching and moaning in Pittsburgh. The no-showing the team's last game. Demanding a trade. Getting traded to Buffalo and then refusing to, you know, to go. So that trade gets vetoed. Then he gets traded to, uh, to the Raiders. And then he has this whole fiasco with the Raiders. Then he, you know... Kind of illegally wiretaps a phone call. That, you know.
1: Listen, if Baines go haywire in Tampa Bay, he's going to be the first player, first, first person they blame, and it is and nothing good. but their fault.
0: And you know what? Uh, apparently, Bruce Arians pulled him aside and said, You're either, you, you either be a team player or you stop being here. Dude should not be there in the first place. And if you
1: gonna- have to tell someone that coming in, mm-hmm. then you know it's going to be a problem.
0: <laughs> He'll be gone in three weeks. I have it as three weeks. Um, now, as for uh, the the Buccaneers themselves, I'm tired of talk, of seeing all these graphics where, like, oh, you add Antonio Brown to a team that's got LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy is, like, 34 years old and hasn't had a good season in five years. And Leonard Fournette, And uh, speaking of players who haven't had a good season in five years, Leonard Fournette, except he's 24 um
1: they don't Ron- have a running game when those two are in. No, Ronald Jones Ronald should be on Jones. the ground.
0: Ronald Jones is top five in rushing. Stop talking about LaShawn McCoy and Leonard Fournette. Like we're spo- stop trying to make them a thing.
1: I do want to say one last thing about the Buccaneers. A lot of people are saying, you know, they're gonna make it Super Bowl, et cetera. Et cetera nope. But they haven't addressed Donovan Smith. He is still your starring tackle. Tristan Wurz has been amazing. He has played his butt off. He's
0: played like Offensive Rookie of the Year level good.
1: Yeah, but you still got Donovan Smith on the other side, and you're telling me Brady feels comfortable with that?
0: Nope, I wouldn't. Yeah, good luck. yeah, I don't know why he's making, he's making like $12 million this year, $13 million, something ridiculous like that, and he ain't, he wouldn't start on most teams. I mean, he'd start on the Eagles right now, but that's about it. Granted, you or I would start at left tackle for the Eagles right about now. Uh, can start the just, I'm I'm slow and white. No, it, I don't, it does not matter. <laughs> it does not matter. Well, no, school. they 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 want speed, and I mean, I read. I a mean, healthy five eight.
1: <laughs> hey, listen, Howie is watching. Just know that uh, Howie is watching.
0: Yeah, can, can he show me how he evaluates linebackers? Because I'm dying to know. Because I mean, whatever you it there, is. He needs to sit there and go, all right, when I'm evaluating the linebacker, whenever I feel the urge that it's good, I should do the opposite of that. Because our linebackers. You know he's drafting Patty Fisher, right? I'm looking for a new <laughs> podcast host. I'm looking for a new podcast host. Patty Fisher gets drafted anywhere before Mr. Irrelevant by the Eagles. I am, I'm just done. I'm just done. The rank you saw me go on last year is legitimately going to be nothing in comparison to if Patty Fisher is an eagle. Listen, it's going to be between you
1: and the Seahawks trying to draft Patty Fisher. You know how he's in competition. Oh, come on. He's going to draft.
0: No, 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 no. Come on. You telling me Gettleman wouldn't take Patty Fisher in round two?
1: (sighs) How he's taking him at the end of round one.
0: I swear. can I mute you? <laughs> Can I mute you? Let's talk about the Chiefs and Broncos. That game was an absolute shit-kicking. Uh And it could have been close, but then the Chiefs got a defensive touchdown uh, and a kick-return touchdown, and it stopped being close. It's about all you need to say about this game. Poor Alpha 1 for July because he did not play well. He did not. Great, neither did Mahomes, but it didn't really matter.
1: Mahomes doesn't even need to play a god level. No. He has Edwards Hilaire and now you got Le'Veon Bell.
0: Good lord. How many <sighs> weapons does he need? All of them. All of them. The answer is yes. <laughs> so you know how Nick Saban is undefeated against his former, um uh, assistants, right? Well, there used to be a thing that Belichick was like that, where Assistant coaches, players, anyone that's like, you know, anyone that's kind of, you know, decided to step to, to, uh, to, to Belichick. I mean, that's why so many guys that leave New England turn out to just be trash elsewhere. Uh, uh, Trey Flowers. <laughs> uh, actually no, Trey Flowers is a bad example, but, uh, you know, we've seen guys flop in, places anywhere other than uh, New England. Dion Branch, that was probably a much better example. Uh, so I thought the same thing was coming for Jimmy Garoppolo, who has played, like, just pure ass this year. So I figured, you know, I don't make the rules, I just enforce them, Patriots gonna win this one. Nope, didn't even come close. At no point was this game competitive San Fran wins 33-6. to By the way, did you know that the Niners, who sit in last place in the NFC West, are still two games clear of the Philadelphia Eagles?
1: I have nothing to say. I, I don't even know what to say. Um,
0: Jimmy Garoppolo didn't even really play all that well. 20, 25, two, 277, no touchdowns, two picks. Jeff Wilson, three touchdowns. Yeah, the former yeah. North Texas running back, I believe. Listen. Or Eastern Kyle, Michigan.
1: Kyle Shannon North- can find some running backs. He's like, you can run outside zone. Bye. Go, yeah. go get you some.
0: That's why Matt Breda was traded for absolutely nothing. That's why, remember Jarek McKinnon and Tevin Coleman? Do you know they're still on this roster?
1: Apparently not. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, listen. I don't know what New England's doing. I don't know what they were expecting when they brought Cam Newton in and had absolutely no one to throw to. You got Julian Edelman playing out there like an old man.
0: Edelman's N- cooked. Um.
1: Nikhil Harry's playing playing with like a backpack on is on his shoulders while he's running. I mean, good god. Can it same. Dude, can you get somebody that can this create offense, separation?
0: Offense sucks.
1: Their offense is so bad. I I just cannot watch a New England game, man. Nope. I watched a half of that game and was like, I'm done. I can't watch uh, it. Uh,
0: this next one I really don't care too much about talking about other than the fact that Justin Herbert got his first career win, finally. Uh, it's about time. It, yes, the, the Jags, they still be bad. They still be very bad.
1: I'm sorry, man. Uh, I'm sorry, Jags fans. Gardner
0: Minshew's getting replaced. He might get replaced this, this year by Mike Glennon. Do you know how sad of a sentence that is? Mike Glennon, who, was so bad in Tampa that he was replaced within like a year by Jameis Winston. Uh, Mike Glennon, who then went to the Chicago Bears for like 15 million dollars a year.
1: The Bears <laughs> and, was, and overpaying quarterbacks. Name a then, better duo.
0: And then Mitch Trubisky overtook him. The same guy who Lost his starting job to Nick Foles, who lost his starting job to Garner Minshew. It comes full circle. Time is nothing but a flat circle. Uh, yes, the Jags uh, suck, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, 39-29. And uh, this game scared me, because I had the Chargers winning this one in a blowout. And after watching the Niners... Destroy the Patriots, and that was the that was the only game until Sunday night that I had gotten wrong. I was riding high, dude. I was feeling like the undisputed self proclaimed king of NFL picks.
1: I'm looking for a new cause now.
0: <laughs> uh, remember how I said time is a flat circle? Not ten minutes. Uh, I got home from, from work on Sunday I threw on the last little bit of the, of the Sunday Nighter And I'm very glad I did I'm very glad I did We saw Carlos Hyde rushing touchdown I found out that Carlos Hyde was still in the NFL
1: 16 or uh, four years <laughs> 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 I, I thought you uh, get a nice kick out of that, kick oh, out of that one He's from uh, the Ohio State University, oh,
0: by the way um, our our but, listeners are sitting there going, what the hell are these two idiots laughing about Ohio State for so much in this episode? And the answer is you're not old enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, yeah, this game was on crack. Uh, yes, how so How about was. how about Arizona Cardinals not playing your number eight overall pick in the first half and then makes the game-winning interception because, that leads to a field goal?
0: Because, of course, um. This team makes no sense. Um, Everything's full I circle. Think Se- Seahawks man. fans were a little too miserable despite a five and zero start, so they kind of deserved this L. They're talking about how, oh well, we, we, we haven't you know won a game by more than like eight or nine points all year, and this is ridiculous. And the, 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 I mean, basically, like all of the things that the Browns fans were complaining about, going like four and two. Uh, but like the Seahawks were five and zero, and like because
1: oh, yeah, of Russell Wilson,
0: I was so tired of hearing them you know complain about how hard and stressful it is watching that team. And you're five and zero. When you're five and zero, you ain't got stress for shit. Listen, so man. you deserve to you and if You had if if it had to come. From Baby Yoda dressed up, you know, as a football player in Kyler Murray. I love Kyler Murray. I did not like him as a prospect. I love Kyler Murray now that he's playing in the NFL. He makes me look bad every time he has a good game because I had a mid-second round, you know, grade on him and he was QB two. Uh, Dwayne the uh, Dwayne Haskins was QB one that draft. And I'm gonna stop talking because well, that's just wrong.
1: Yeah, thrilling game. Um. <laughs> The <laughs> Seahawks defense. We typically
0: going to keep this one short, and we have done the exact opposite of it.
1: No, no. Seahawks uh, defense sucks. Um, they're just not good. They Didn't don't have, have a pass to- rush. I
0: I heard this today on Stick to Football, and then I cried because there's no more Stick to Football after this week. All um, right. You know the the podcast that inspired you and I to have that same style of, of hosting once we got more comfortable. Uh, but anyways, can you imagine Steve Kine or any general manager trading up in one draft class to get a QB, then getting a DUI, <laughs> surviving that in terms of not losing his job, firing the head coach because it doesn't work out then bringing in a head coach that was fired from his alma mater that couldn't put up points with a former first overall pick at quarterback and the greatest quarterback walking the planet right now could not win more than seven games in a season with them. And the first thing he says is, if you give me this job, even though I was just you know hired as the offensive coordinator at a, you know, top 25-ish school, and you want me to be the head coach, I will draft with the number one overall pick a quarterback that fits not a damn, not a single damn, you know, threshold for NFL quarterbacks, despite the fact you traded up for one last year. And in year two, you're five and two. Ultimate flex. Ultimate flex. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury can just walk back to to Lubbock, just flexing on everybody there. Because you know what? Well, Texas Tech still shit, still terrible. You know, in the Big Twelve, probably one of the worst teams in the conference. He's sitting there going, "I can win the NFC NFC West."
1: Throwing back to uh, the NFL draft this year, um, didn't he have that cool ass house? <laughs> yes,
0: yes, he did. We
1: should have known then. Should have known then. then.
0: Should have known then. Now, great that their defense still does not know how to use Isaiah Simmons. Like I said back in April, fire Vance Joseph immediately. Yes, yes, Vance Joseph yesterday actually. By the way, by the way, Tyler Lockett, fifteen catches for two hundred yards and three touchdowns.
1: Can I also say uh, Patrick Pearson is still locked down corner. Yeah. See, he completely shut out D- DK Metcalf. He had that man in the, in jail, prison. But he did make the play of the day. So we do have to give him props.
0: When he barely edged it. Uh, by the way, top speed, I'm tired of seeing that metric because I don't care that DK Metcalf was just a tad bit faster than Daniel Jones at his top speed. Because I want sane speed. I want guys that can sustain that speed. You can't tell me that, that Daniel Jones is fast because I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, moving on to Monday, uh, the Bears are exactly who we thought they were.
1: Yo, shout out to my man in heaven.
0: Oh, yeah, I had to stop and think about what you're talking about. Yeah, it is almost midnight in my defense, but yes, Dennis Green, the Bears are who we thought they were. That's why We we let them off the hook. Well, no, the Rams didn't let them off the hook.
1: No. They exposed them for who we exactly thought they were. The team that we were trying to tell people is not a good 5-on-1 team. The team that has no offense. The team that has an office coordinator that used to be creative and cannot get anything out of his quarterbacks, that guy.
0: Now, here's the thing. I said in my predictions, I was going to stop picking against the Bears because every time... I had picked against the Bears, they had won. So, and when I, you know, I figured I'm going to pick the Bears and they'll either win or this will be the week that they let me down and they completely let me down. I am not surprised by that at all. Um, I am. Either. I'm looking ahead to, by the way, by the way, I'm I'm actually, this week I'm talking on a different, uh, I'm talking on another, Not a podcast, but like a, a, you know, I'm I'm a guest on a show. And I I have to talk about this week's Eagles-Cowboys Sunday Nighter. I can assure you I'm most definitely watching some 90 Day Fiance instead of that.
1: That's probably a good choice because I will not be tuning in that game either.
0: The over-under on that game is 43 and a half.
1: It might be 70. (laughs) They ain't going to be a lick of defense played again.
0: But... But both of these offenses are not good. It's, it's either 45-43 or, or it's going to six.
1: be 9-6. I don't want either, to be honest. I, I don't,
0: I don't want this game. I don't, I don't, can they just cancel this game? Uh, I am hoping, so if they wanted to flex the, uh, Bucks and Raiders out of the Sunday night game, and they did last week, can we do that for Eagles and, 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 and Cowboys? Because, hell, man, give me the Broncos and Chargers. Actually, don't, don't give me the Broncos and Chargers in that Sunday nighter. Just give me the Bears and Saints.
1: Nah, I don't even want that game because the Saints don't know how to play in, in prime time. So keep I mean, that one, I don't actually. want to
0: see the Seahawks in, in another Sunday nighter. Give me man. the
1: Steelers and Ravens.
0: Yeah, I mean, that one would be good. Give me that one. That's a 1 o'clock game. Give me that in prime Damn. time. All right, guys, uh, we have rambled on for far longer than we thought we would. Uh, we're at over an hour. We, we're going to try to keep it around 45 minutes. Devin and I had to talk some shit. And, um, yeah, that's going to do it for today. As always, you can find me on Twitter at MikeH underscore Draft. Follow Devin on Twitter at RealD underscore Jackson. You can follow the show on Twitter at Big Pod. Find our work on bluechipscouting.com. As mentioned, I did my takeaways for each Big Ten team. On Thursday, you will be able to find my um, article previewing every single NFL game this week. Uh, Devin's got some stuff in the work as well, of course, because Devin and the grind don't ever stop. Uh, follow Blue Chip Scouting on Twitter at bluechipscout. Um... Oh, yeah. And again, thanks again to our friends over at Built Bar. Uh, we look forward to, well, actually, I think first thing tomorrow, cause I have a 9 a.m. shift, we'll start off with a nice Built Bar. Until next time, guys, y'all have a good one.